0: Thank you for tuning into American Dispatches. This is the single greatest news entertainment podcast ever made. We're going to stay on one topic today Afghanistan, as we dissect the quickly deteriorating situation there and the ripple effects from it. This is usually where I would say it's another wild week in 21. And unfortunately, on a very somber note, it has been a very wild week. So let's get to it. <laughs> President Biden appeared to muster all the skills from his 48 years as a trained politician yesterday to put a political veneer on the events transpiring over the last 72 hours. The narrative that it's the, quote, Afghan government needs to stand up for itself is not an unfair argument, but perhaps it misses a huge point. You see, we have been in Afghanistan for 20 years now, in large part at least, to ultimately protect the people. That is apparently something a politician who spent half a century as an advocate for a government is incapable of seeing. The Afghan security forces were notoriously corrupt and lacked the leadership necessary to protect the population. This was a well-known fact. Even administration officials admitted that they saw a Taliban overthrow as likely, albeit they didn't anticipate it happening so quickly. The campaign slogan to End America's longest war may have sounded good in certain political circles, but it lacked context and fed on our society's ignorance of what was actually happening in Afghanistan. In recent years, we maintained a smaller troop presence in the entire country than we have in most bases around the world. Regardless of what smokescreen Biden and his team tries to put on last on the last several weeks, it was a mistake, a very costly mistake, both in Afghan lives and a huge hit to America's global standing. Our ability to promote freedom, reassure allies, and deter enemies has just been weakened for years to come. So what has been happening on the ground? Although it was a situation that began out of weakness, many remaining Americans and Afghans in Kabul are reacting to the situation bravely. Here's a quick breakdown of events that have been transpiring. All right. Weeks ago, the administration created, quote, Operation Allies Refuge to evacuate afghans who assisted us forces but falters on that critical mission as well according to the state state department spokesman ned price approximately 1200 former interpreters support staff and their families were able to leave with thousands remaining in the country now with significant difficulty just getting us personnel it seems unlikely that all of them are going to be able to be evacuated at this point the afghani president azraf ghani flees to destination unknown The Russian embassy, however, reported that he left with four cars and a, quote, helicopter full of money. We are not sure if that is accurate, but it's fair to say that his leaving helped significantly expedite the Taliban's advance on Kabul. Historians may argue that the Bukhish Ghani, who lived abroad for several years and worked at the World Bank and as an academic in the U.S., may not have had the necessary bravado to lead a rough and tumble place like Afghanistan. This is a story of some Heroism. The UK's ambassador decides to remain in Kabul. That says Sir Laurie Bristow is helping to, quote, personally process visa applications for those trying to flee. That comes as over 600 British troops are now on the ground helping to evacuate approximately 500 remaining UK embassy staff. The ripple effects from Biden's pullout are already reverberating around the world. China is al- is reported to expect a, quote, friendly and cooperative relationship with the Taliban regime. This may have been months in the making as Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi met with the Taliban's political chief in Tianjin, China, just three weeks ago. The two posed for th- photos that were shared widely on state media. Why this kind of stuff doesn't circulate in the U.S. Um, is Beside me, but it should be something that's well known, especially as Afghanistan deteriorated. A long-standing relationship with mineral-rich Afghanistan, which shares a 47-mile border with China, could just be in the beginning stages. Then there's Russia. For its part, the only European country to not completely evacuate its personnel from Kabul, stating that there's quote no need, makes you wonder. The Global Times, a Chinese newspaper controlled by the Communist Party, took the opportunity to warn Taiwan that it could face the same fate as Afghanistan in an editorial stating that this delivered a, quote, heavy blow to the credibility and reliability of the U.S. The only good news in the chaos is that U.S. forces took full control of the airport. That's as crowds initially stormed the tarmac in an effort to board any plane leaving the country. Several civilians were reported to die in the melee before Americans and some Turkish soldiers were able to secure a perimeter. I'm sure you guys have seen the footage of crowds rushing civilian airliners as well as one large air force cargo plane, C-17. They have since been reinforced by U.S. Marines and now a force of approximately 6,000 Americans are guarding the airport and embassy grounds. The reinforcement comes as Western countries work feverishly to get their own personnel, private citizens, and regular Afghans out. The problem is that the Taliban appears to control the road to the airport and is beginning to dictate who is able to leave. So what's next? The situation is fluid to say the least. It appears that we are entering a brief period of detente with the Taliban forces in the city. That is to say, we're not actively shooting at each other and Western forces are just trying to get everyone out. The fate of remaining Of the remaining 38 million Afghans now once again rests in the hands of the most brutal regime in our modern era. Brutal reprisals against those who have worked with America and its allies have already begun and unfortunately are expected to continue. Taliban officials have claimed that they will allow girls to continue their education, although in what form remains to be seen. Perhaps most poignantly, from the American perspective, is the first reason that we are in the country in the first place terrorism have the taliban which is largely a domestic organization learn their lesson and not and will not be offering groups like al qaeda a safe haven that remains to be seen i hope the last americans out blow up the embassy so it's not used as a propaganda tool by militants we do know that this has been a sad day for afghanistan america and freedom loving people everywhere. That's all we have for today, folks. As always, the world is a crazy, exciting, badass place. Stay informed. You can do so by tuning in here on Apple or the Google Play Store. Until next time, vio con Dios, America.